Good morning, everybody. This is Jane Cormier. You're a host for Art for Living here on WKXL, New Hampshire Talk Radio, WKXL 1450 AM, 103.9 FM Concord, and 101.9 FM in Manchester. We hope you're having a great day out there, and we thank you for joining us. Uh, we are going to have a very nice segment today. Of course, this is like the frosting on the cake segment for me, for myself. And, uh, oh, see that? i got to shut my phone down. Um, what I want to do first is set up a little bit about what we're going to do today. So we all know this is Artful Living. And Artful Living uh, is all about offering a tidbit of goodness, of grace, of arts, of all the good things uh, for for one hour here on Tuesdays and Thursdays. So I try to make it as varied as I can because, let's face it, Art has a definition that you can really stretch, right? I mean, art can be self-care. Art can be in education. Art can be, of course, in the arts and the performing arts. So we try to highlight as much of that as we can in the community. But today we're going to really get into what I consider sort of my first love in the arts, and that was opera, or is opera. I don't get to do much with it anymore. So I'm a teacher mostly now and work here at WKXL. But my whole life in my youth from about, I'd say about 21, 22 onward, was centered 100% in the beautiful art form of opera, which is all about grandeur, which is all about bringing the pinnacle of singing, acting, dance, and theater, uh, stage production together in one beautiful, uh, very, very large extravaganza production. Of course, most a lot of opera, you can do opera today, especially scaled down. But in the day, in the heyday, opera was all about the bigness, was all about the grandeur. And today we're going to have a wonderful time bringing you what is considered to be probably one of the top five most favorite and beloved operas, La Boheme, by Giacomo Puccini. And we're going to talk a little bit about the production itself. We're going to talk a little bit about the composer. But mostly we're going to hear excerpts. And the excerpts will be from uh, really what I consider the greatest singers for opera um, in the past generation. This generation, we're starting sort of in 2000. We have a whole new crop. But sort of going back a little bit before that to where I consider certainly in my youth, the heyday with Pavarotti, with Maria Lafreni, and uh, others. So we're going to have a little story today with, or a little segment today, about La Boheme. For those of you that haven't listened to opera or that maybe think that opera isn't for you, I always tell everybody it's an acquired taste for most people, not everyone. If you're born in Italy or you're born in Germany or Austria or Russia, in the Western part of civilization, opera is part of your sort of artful education, right? Every kids know opera, kids go to see opera. Every little community in in Germany, in Italy, and in Austria has opera as part of their community. And since it has been inculcated in the in the population, it thrives a little bit more, I think, over in the Europe Europe sector than it does here in America, especially recently. Um, opera's really become, I think, kind of a niche art form, which is sad for me, but 
nonetheless, uh, you know, we, we certainly want to keep the greatness of this art form out there. So La Boheme is sort of like the war horse of the operatic repertory, and if not the, one of the most uh, frequently performed pieces. And the, the reason that is true is because it's basically a love story about people who are struggling and it has a sad ending, of course. A lot of operas do, right? But it does show the importance of the human spirit, right? And, and the human condition and the human relationship. And uh, we'll talk a little bit later about how this was all brought forth within this genre. But um, La Boheme is not uh, an opera that is separate from drama, okay? It, it, is, it is a work a work in progress for theatrical development of character. And they use it, of course, through the music. Um, we're going to listen in this very first segment. We're going to hear uh, the, the two characters, Mimi and Rodolfo, meet. And uh, Mimi has lost her key and uh, her candle has gone out. She knocks on the door of a next-door neighbor who is, Alf, who is this, this, you know, person Rodolfo and going to soon be her her lover uh, but this is where they meet in this little scene and uh, she says my key I can't get my door open can you light my candle well he brings her in and they start talking and he falls instantly in love with her and of course sings this grand opera aria called Che Gelli da Manina how cold your hand is and in this aria uh, he talks, which has many musical motifs that come back in the piece later, in the opera later. He talks about how much uh, she has moved him and how he may be falling in love with Mimi. And uh, he's telling himself a little bit about, telling her a little bit about himself. So this is Luciano Pavarotti, and he is singing this aria uh, very young in his career, Che Geli da Manina. And so we're going to play that for you right now. Cosa faccio? 
strido e come vivo, vivo. Dire povertà di adieta, sciaro la grana signor, prima di amore per sogni e mente. Okay, so there it is, that wonderful aria where Rodolfo ends the piece saying, now that you know all about me, you tell me who you are. Please do. So when you come back, we're going to hear from Mimi in La Boheme as she tells Rodolfo a little bit about her story. So stay with us. We'll be right back. WKXL, NewHampshireTalkRadio.com. Welcome back to Art for Living. Jane Cormier, your host here on WKXL, 1450 AM, 103.9 FM Concord, and 101.9 FM in Manchester. If you're just joining us, you're right in time to hear a little bit more of the wonderful opera La Boheme. We had our first segment. We heard from Rodolfo, who sang and that was Luciano Pavarotti. This segment, we are going to start with the aria that happens right after Che Gelida, which is Si Mi Chiamano Mimi, where the seamstress, the young, beautiful Mimi, 
tells Rodolfo a little bit about her life and what it's like to be a seamstress living in the top of this little, you know, apartment building and how she loves flowers and she loves sun and she knows in this aria she sort of spiritually talks about uh, how wonderful life is, how, how the hope she has for a beautiful life um, is a really important part of this song. So uh, this is going to be Simi Chiamano Mimi, and then the two singers are going to segue right into O Suave Fanchula, where they basically sing about their mutual love for each other. So stay tight. We have the first act ending of La Boheme, Freni, and Pavarotti.
mare sono la sua vicina che la viento ridora in fortunare
So there you have it, the ending of Act One of La Boheme by Giacomo Puccini. And uh, just for a little tidbit out there, Freni and Pavarotti both were born in the little town of Modena in Italy. And the story goes that they both had the same wet nurse. So Pavarotti used to joke, but you can guess who used to get the most milk. Ha ha ha. Two great opera singers from Modena. And here we heard first act of La Boheme. Come on back and we'll hear the rest, a little bit of the rest, here on Artful Living, WKXL, New Hampshire Talk Radio.com. everybody out there. We hope that you're joining us here on Artful Living and ready for a treat. This is Jane Cormier, your host of Artful Living here in WKXL, 1450 AM, 103.9 FM Concord and 101.9 FM in Manchester. If you are just joining us, uh, we are doing a little bit of opera today and we're doing a little bit of the opera La Boheme. For those of you who might not know what this piece is all about, it's a pretty cool piece of theater for sure. And um, we are past the first act where we are introduced to uh, Mimi and to, Alf- to I want to say Alfredo, it's not Alfredo, it's Rodolfo. And uh, they have fallen in love and they have now in act two decided to go and join their friends in the downtown area where they're sort of, everybody goes to this cafe in town and it's a big party. So um, as Mimi joins Rodolfo to meet his friends in the Latin Quarter, we have Act 2. And here's where we get to learn about Musetta, who is this uh, very beautiful, flirtatious young woman who is in love with Marcello, who is Rodolfo's best friend. And they seem to be having some issues with... um, getting along. They're fighting a little bit, a little bit too much, perhaps. And uh, she decides she's going to teach him a lesson. And she takes on uh, a wealthy admirer named Alcindoro. And Alcindoro is escorting Musetta to the cafe on this particular occasion. And uh, of course, Marcello is there and he's not very happy because she's with this old rich man. And of course, Musetta is just there to sort of tease him to make him sorry that they're having trouble. So here is a very famous aria, and it is the aria sung by a young Anna Moffo singing Musetta, and uh, she's a very wonderful American soprano. And we get to hear Cuando Men Vo, which, where Musetta is talking to the whole crowd about her charms and her ch- her ability to, to capture anybody and... Uh, better pay, pay attention, people, she says, because I'm very special. You want to notice me. So this is Musetto's Quanto Menvo.
nella seggiola quella gente che dirà So we have just listened to Quand de Menvaux, which I really think this Anna Moffo recording is, uh, in my opinion, one of the top two recordings of this aria ever, ever performed. Everything musically that's on that page, she sings. And it's just beautiful. We definitely get a sense that uh, Musette is a coquette and uh, she is just full of energy and chutzpah. As we go on through, we're into Act 3 now, and a couple of months have passed, and um, Mimi and Rodolfo are having issues. Rodolfo is, is sort of jealous where, where Mimi is concerned. She's also been very ill, and this is where we start really seeing that this illness, this coughing and looking pretty sick, sickly, uh, that we start to see that there's something really wrong. Um, we have an aria here that Mimi, see, she sings to Rodolfo, and it's basically an, uh, an aria where she's trying to tell him goodbye, donde lieta, and uh, because she feels like their, their relationship has come to a point where it's best if they separate. So this is a very sad aria. She tries to say goodbye, and uh, it's donde lieta, and this is Mirella Freni.
So we have uh, Mimi singing Don Delieta, which at the end she tells Rodolfo goodbye without any rancor, without any bad feeling. She just remembers all the good times. So we run ahead now to Act 4. We're doing the mini version here. And uh, Act 4 actually is one of the greatest acts of opera ever written. And we're going to do the final scene here on Art for Living, WKXL. New Hampshire Talk Radio.com, WKXL 1450 AM, 103.9 FM Concord, and 101.9 FM in Manchester. Stay right where you are, and you'll hear the finale of La Boheme. Everybody. Welcome to Art for Living. Jane Cormier, your host here on WKXL, NewHampshireTalkRadio.com. If you're just joining Art for Living today, well, you're in for a real treat because we are going to be presenting in this segment the final scene from Puccini's famous opera, La Boheme. And uh, we've done actually the uh, first three segments. We've gone through, um, we've gone through a little bit of the first three acts. This is the final act four. And what has happened here is um, we we have, the winter has come. They've been separated. Uh, Musetta and Marcello have been together, but Rodolfo and Mimi have been separated. She has been very sick uh, through the winter. And we are back in the garret where Rodolfo and Marcello live as struggling artists the garret that we met Mimi and Rodolfo at the very beginning. And um, they're nostalgic and talking about things. And um, actually, Musetta has left at this point for a rich lover. And so they're, they're commiserating a little bit here, actually. They're commiserating at the beginning of Act 4 about ladies, their, their ladies. Um, a couple of other of their friends come in to enjoy a, a small dinner. And at this point... The chords in the in the opera change, and the jovial atmosphere cools quite a bit with the arrival of Musetta. Musetta reveals that Mimi has has been very very sick and is near death, down in the street. She's brought her with her, but she's downstairs. They bring Mimi up. She's looking deathly ill. They place her on the bed. Musetta and Marcello they leave to sell some earrings. They're going to sell Musetta's earrings to see if they can get enough money for doctors, for medicine. And Colleen, who's a friend of Marcello and Rodolfo, he leaves to pawn his coat, his winter coat, saying that um, this is going to be his contribution to try to save Mimi. Well, together, the pair, they remember their very first meeting and their happy days together. Mimi's coughing. She's very sick. Um, The friends return with some medicine to hopefully help Mimi and a warm muff to help her warm her hands. 
and she she thanks them, and they all take their moment in this way to approach um, Mimi, and then they realize that Mimi has passed, and the curtain falls as Rodolfo calls out to Mimi, and the survivors all they all cling together for comfort, and uh, so yeah, so this is the ending of La Boheme. And the singers here are, um, are Roberto Alagna and Angela Giorgiu. And um, they wonderful singers. They're going to sing us out for La Boheme. <laughs>
Ma vedi, è tranquilla. Che vuol dire? Quell'andare e venire. Quel guardarmi. Così. So that is La Boheme, the final scene. And it's a real tearjerker, especially when you see it in the theater. Um, all of the players, except for Rodolfo, all of the people on stage recognize that she has passed and are wondering how they're going to tell him. And, of course, he finds out, and, you know, it's when he has the very famous Mimi aria that, or word that he sings there. Very sad, but you know what? La Boheme was really a very important opera when uh, Giacomo Puccini wrote this piece. It was, a, it was his fourth opera, I believe. And, and certainly it's, I think, his, it's easy to say, his frequently, most frequently performed piece. Um, and at the time, he was just getting started. He had had three operas come out before, weren't particularly successful. So by the time La Boheme came out, this is really what set him apart and he it's, he's really well known for the fact that he brought a new type of opera to the opera world, and that was called Verismo. And Verismo opera is opera that wasn't about fantasy. It wasn't about fairy tales. It was about this, the truth of life, the, the difficulties of life. And all of his operas centered on the difficulties of the human existence and uh, relationships and love and um, all of the difficulties. And that became a substantial art form within the, the operatic genre, Verismo Opera. And it was the hallmark of the Puccini work. So this was really his first fully mature work. And um, his musicality is just magnificent. Anybody that's not familiar with Puccini, um, he, he was the kind of person that really did not look at opera as... Uh, an otherworldly kind of medium. He didn't see it as particularly high-minded, God, godly work. He was a theater musician. He was a person that wanted to bring theater and music together at the highest, most believable levels. And I think when you hear a little bit of La Boheme, you can see that Giacomo Puccini was pretty successful at his endeavors. Very famous composer. And La Boheme, well, what can you say? one of the great operas. 
So we want to thank you today for being with Artful Living for this special segment. And we will continue to bring it maybe an opera a month just to keep us keep us going with this wonderful art form. WKXL 1450 AM, 103.9 FM Concord, and 101.9 FM in Manchester. Jane Cormier, thank you for joining us here on WKXL, and we'll see you next time.